Hey guys, this is Jeff Richardson, and you are listening to From Nothing to Profit. Welcome to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya, where each week they talk to photographers about what is working in their business now so you can swipe those ideas and grow your business faster. Welcome to From Nothing to Profit. We are so excited today to be interviewing one of my very closest friends in the photography industry. I feel like he's kind of my brother, Jeff Richardson. And uh, Jeff and I met many years ago, probably 20 years ago, when we were like probably just out of college. And I remember an image that he had photographed, and it was at the National Senior Photographers Convention. And it was a couple standing on in front of a railroad and they were just draped all over each other. Super (laughs) provocative image. And Jeff was dressed very conservatively. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get to know this guy. And so anyway, we're excited to introduce Jeff to you. He would call himself a maverick in the photography industry. He's been a photographer for 24 years. And I know that he um, specializes in luxury portrait photography. So Jeff, we are so excited to have you here today. I am pumped to be here. This is super exciting. And are you hearing me right now? Yeah, you're you're coming through just fine. So Jeff and I have known each other for a number of years as well. We spoke at some conferences together and uh, yeah, he's an amazing person to be around. And I don't, Jeff, I don't know if I've ever, if I ever appreciate you while I'm with you. That's that's amazing, actually. (laughs) But I know I appreciate you when you're not around me because the (laughs) mental game that you cause when I'm not around you, like from conversation, like we're having a conversation at a conference and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I leave and my mind is going a million miles an hour. And I'm like, like, it's just so weird. Like, you're like, wait, what did he say? Oh, crap. Uh, Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, uh, oh, I would say we have a, a very rich history in the photography industry would be putting it under, be putting right. it mildly. Right, right. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very passionate about our, our history. I think it's fantastic and lots of good things in the future. That's for sure. So, yeah, I'm pumped to be on this with you guys. I see what you guys are doing. It's very cool. The consistency is already starting to show, and uh, we're uh, excited to be a part of it. I'm, I would say, I'm very. I don't want to sound like a douche, but I'm very selective on my photography education. Where I, where I throw that out at, and I, and I don't yet know why, but uh, I'm excited to be on this with you guys. I think it's super fun. So anyway, how do we uh, how do we start this thing? What, yeah. do you want, what do you want to know from me? Yeah, um, just any other expertise? Is there any expertise that you want to share that Kaya didn't share in terms of what you want? Because some well, people- I mean, we've got to jump. We want to keep this somewhat short, but I mean, we've got... So I was actually thinking about when, uh, when Kaya was, was giving me the introduction. It's I think it's been right at 20 years since I met Kaya. I was trying to think... So we've installed our phase one digital system in actually on set 9-11-2001, which is a whole other story. But mm. so, and Kai had, so I think you guys had switched just prior to that, as I feel like, going, yeah. had gone like phase. So I think we met in 1998 at yeah. SP, which is exactly 10 years from now. And that's when I first, and we, so we had then like maybe the next following year, we had like dueling portfolios that were up for like senior photographer of the year or kind of like that were in the higher competition thing. And I'm like, wait, this girl's work is really good too. Dang it. So what is this person? Who is this person? And we instantly just kind of with our family history and photography, we kind of instantly kind of became like 
I guess almost like brother, sister, kind of like, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? No, what are you doing? This is working. This is not working. Just all this constant back and forth. And then obviously a huge evolution through seniors ignite or through uh, SPI, which is senior photographer international and then spa. And there's just so much, so much history. That's just rich anyway. So, um, uh, so you, when you say expertise for me, I mean, so a little bit about me, I, was raised Pentecostal because Kai was talking about being conservative. I was raised Pentecostal and I was homeschooled. So those those two items in my early childhood, I think looking back, give me a kind of a strong appreciation for tradition and order. And yet then they also kind of the juxtaposition of that, they also, the homeschooling causes me to kind of question everything and why is this happening and why are we doing it like this? So that's kind of developed my personality, I guess, so to speak, in, in, in the industry. If you were asking me what my expertise is, I would say that posing humans very naturally and flattering and almost like in an emotionally evoking kind of way, kind of finding the best light for face shape, body shape, and then moving a step further and how to break down kind of family dynamics and expose underlying relationships and emotions in portrait photography is probably what I seek out and probably enjoy the most. And then translating that into kind of an upscale consumer portrait photography experience. So you take some of those skills and knowledge of the industry, and then you move that into kind of a brand and kind of really translates into where I'm at right now with Richardson Studio in my in my career. So anyway, does that, does that give you a little bit of a, kind of my insight on quote yeah. expertise? And you're definitely and you're definitely known for, you know for your senior portrait work. I mean, I know you and your wife do other stuff as well, but. Yeah, it's funny you say that because we're we're actually in the process of trimming that down to a very home because I, I just and that's we might circle back around to that at some point. But right now, positioning yourself in the industry, being something for everybody is is not awesome. Uh, we're you know, we're, we're we're merging baby family. We're merging that into one kind of category. And then we're and then senior and portrait. So senior family. Edgy lifestyle, senior family photography, upscale is where we're at with the portrait side, and then we have the then we have the corporate commercial side. So we're basically going like family, senior, corporate is where we're going with our with our brand. Really, kind of narrowing down to, well, just content. So I guess for for people, content, yeah. I think that's a perfect word. Uh, and then the other thing too, Jeff, is your second generation photo- uh, photography. Is that right? Or third? At, at least second. I, I, would, I would say probably third would be more accurate. My grandpa had a, my dad's dad had a print shop slash tabloid, like local tabloid. So he was a printer slash photographer, sort of, so to speak. And then of course my dad was a full-time commercial and portrait photographer for, and still is. And then I, of course, so yeah, I would say third would be, would be, uh, would be a fair assessment. Be so, most accurate, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I was looking. I think, except for maybe a couple thousand bucks that I made when I was roofing houses in high school, every single dollar that I have ever made in my entire life has come from photography. It's really wow. wild when you look back at it. Like I, there's no, there's no other source of income except for creating a photograph. Someone liked it and they purchased it. It's bizarre. <laughs> completely, that's, that's really, completely that's bizarre. Cool. Yeah, that's really cool. So on that note, then talking about, you know, every single dollar that you've made in your life has come from p- photography. Obviously, that you've been through all kinds of changes oh over the gosh. years. So what would you say is uh, the story of what you think is working now for your business? You started to talk about it a little bit, but sure. yeah. 
Yeah, it's so narrowing down is where we're, we're getting to into our specific genre. I, I would say attention to detail is what's working and, and making it really, really good. And then once you make it good, make it a little better. Like I'm all, and I'm very self-critical, but right now I'm like, oh, damn it. My work just needs to be better. I, I, I'm, I need to see something better out of myself. And so I wake up every day kind of like trying to improve the experience and what's missing and where the gaps are at. And then how is our client reacting to what I'm creating? And then, then you can kind of follow the market changes a little bit. Sorry. I feel like I interrupted you. you? No, 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 that was perfect. But so what, what's an example of like a, a thing you've seen that you've changed or something that you're like, okay, I need to work on this. Well, I mean, I recently just went through and I mean, at the beginning of the year, I just flushed, I just sold all my camera gear and got rid of all of it and bought all new Nikon gear, new D850s, new lenses. I thought my lenses were soft. I bought all new pro photo gear. I was like, I need a better, I need better light, better consistency, better tools to do my job. And I, I just want, I want my work to stand out. It has to be. And then, and then now it's like locations. It's, I don't know. You, I was kind of just throwing away all my everything I'm looking at in the industry and going to like, what, what, what does art look like? What are people investing in when it comes to content and art? What do they need and what's happening? So here, let me give you a backstory. So there's this, like I was randomly on Facebook the other day, just one morning getting up, doing my morning kind of routine, going through things that inspire me. And I came across the, on face on Facebook of all places, a band called Joe Bonamassa. Have you guys ever heard of this band? No, I haven't. It's, and it's like this, like, Old school, luxury, high end. He's got a, a girl plays this like, I'm not even sure. It's like a, it looks like a violin. It looks they're very Middle Eastern. Uh, and he's doing like a remake of like Conway Twitty, The Rose. And it is the, like the visual. And so the visual work, the visual video content, he's performing like the Chicago theater. It's just really, really good. And I'm looking at it. And so I'm listening to it. And I'm playing, I'm like, but this is incredible. So I'm like, so I tap over, so it's a sponsored link on Facebook. So I tap over into it. I'm like, so I get up on, so I, I, I go all the way from listening to some of his music to checking out where, like, he's in Chicago, the Chicago Theater on our anniversary. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Michelle and I would love this. We go out and go to Chicago, go to date. This would be super cool. Didn't do it, but literally followed his content all the way to almost clicking by on $800 tickets at Chicago Theater. And I'm like, wait, what, did I, what has happened? And it literally came from, extremely good high-end content. And so that's kind of my position is if we're going to stand out, we just got to get, this just got to be better. <laughs> I'm sorry. We just got, we got, we got, we got, if we're going to stand out from mom togs and I mean, you can bleep this out or shit togs or whatever you want to call them. Insta togs. We've just, we've got to stand out the quality as professional. We have the resources. We, we actually have the resources to make our work better. So I think it's time to make our work better. So yeah. now, I like now I'm to preaching. think of them as future portrait professional portrait photographers and okay, we can excellent. help them become that. <laughs> I mean, that's yes. I mean, in a sense that you're, you're right. I mean, we're going to, let's raise the game a little bit. That's why yeah. I, I agreed to do this. So. Yep. Yeah. And, but, but, but you felt like this for a while. I mean, obviously you're, you're working on different things right now, but I mean, this has a, been an ongoing conversation because I've known you for like four or it, five it, years. It now. is about us. I, I'm ADD, ADHD, dyslexia, whatever. I get super bored in a hurry. Yeah. So I decided, okay. Homeschooled. I seriously do not I know you're homeschooled, but so many of my friends and cousins and all my, so many people I know are. And I think just being able to, to self-direct what you're learning and what you're doing. I think that's, you know, yes. That you, now you're like, this is what I'm going to do next. This is what I'm going to do after that. And the next thing, I, I think that's p- part of that. 
it tends to leave a trail of destruction sometimes in your path. So you have to be a <laughs> little, a little careful who your, who your inner circle is. And we're like, Oh, sorry about that. I still love you. I promise. I didn't mean to like walk completely over you. Yeah. Well, so, and I think, anyway. I, I think just knowing you for a while, I think that your view on risk is higher than a lot of people. Like you're willing to like it sell like, your gear and, and invest in new stuff and just see if it works out. <laughs> right. I actually, more, yeah, I actually bought Sony. I bought all Sony gear, and I love it was cool. But I just couldn't get past the whole um, the the single lens single lens reflex. I had to see my subjects in real time, so I actually yeah. took it. I took it all back, like twenty eight thousand worth of gear. Took it all back up and to Robert. So I'm like, hey, uh, yeah, guys, I I can't use this. So yeah, this isn't working for he's me. He's like, uh, so you're inside the window. It's cool. Just uh, no problem, Jeff. And so yeah, they were great, but. Yeah, that was super risky. So anyway, so yeah, so kind of like, so follow my pattern. I basically, like, I had my heart quit working in like 2011. It's born with like a congenital defect. So the whole like, you're going to die probably kind of hits you. So then I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, eh, let's just do this. You know, yeah, let's, let's live a little. Let's live a little and uh, let's let's do it right. So that, that, that kind of transitioned me from the like, when I started Richardson Studio in 2007 to like this like, 180 seniors a year, get them in as much as you can, senior models, you know, just bam, 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 cranking it out to more like, eh, what if we do a little better job? What if we try to raise the order average? You know, it's possible. So, and, and, and it succeeded. I mean, I went from shooting 160, 170 seniors a year at a, you know, a $1,700 average to shooting like seven, 80 seniors. My target is 80 seniors at 3000. That's my goal target all the time. And so, uh, 2016, I we hit that, and it, it's a better place. I will definitely. It's, it's a better place. Yeah, it's definitely mm-hmm. a better place. Yeah, so, that's awesome. So way off track. Sorry. No, no, no. You're perfectly on track. So what is so? What's one thing that you're fired up about, like in the industry, or like, you know, when you talk to people about the industry, what do you hold true, or what are you excited about? Tell me what's going on. I don't know, man. It's it's a tough. What makes so, you mad? I think that might be a better. That's a better discussion for me. Part. No, I yeah. mean, I don't know that I'm actually fired up about anything in the in the photography industry. What what I am, what I do see though, is the rapid change is giving me some energy. Like the fastest, it's. I mean, it's. You know, I don't think there's going to be a photography industry in 24 to 36 months. I think there will be incredible content creators and really, really, really good artists. And so that's that that that, that fast paced change is giving me a ton of energy right now because I'm processing, you know, what digital files look like and how to, how to market those as a product. And I mean, like really market those as a product and that kind of transition. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fired. I'm fired up about the change. The economy's bustling. So if we can really find our niche and our expertise, uh, there's some big things that are happening. It's not so much in like photography, but it's, but it is, it's in, it's in graphing with light with photons and, and creating work for people. So it's kind of a round of, I guess I'm evading the question, but I, no, I no, but, but you and I've had conversations about this for years about where the industry is going and stuff. And right. I think we're starting to hit another like inflection point where it feels like it's moving faster and there's more people adopting this idea. And I 100% agree. Yeah. And I, and it's just so sometimes, you know, those inflection points can be scary, but also sometimes you just have to put your head down and just go into them and figure it out, you know? It's it is. It's making content for you. I mean, the, the one. Just if you want some inside tip on where I'm, what I'm working on, and what I'm excited about is what something photographers are not doing for themselves, and 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 teens and, and Instagram photographers are are just crushing this. Is we're not making content for ourselves, and I for am our 20, for our own selves. And 2019, yes. my schedule is already filling up. But I am 
I just got off the phone with just got off the phone with just a little bit ago with a photographer I'm flying in who's coming to shoot content for us. We are going to create new work for ourselves. We're going to show what we do, and this is just crazy. So we have content. That's that's what I'm fired up about is creating. I is showing what we do and why it's better and how much knowledge and how much how much energy and how much passion goes into the work that we create. Because you're a, yeah, because you're you're going to start telling your story. Yes. And, yeah. It's well, we just talked to Jamie Swanson, who uh, is flies a photographer across the country four times a year to create content for her. Oh my gosh! Awesome. Has, yeah. is that, have you guys released that yet? Is that out? Or? No. Okay. Oh, yeah. I can't I don't really hear that. Schedule will be, but it's it'll yeah. Be that's oh, it's it's it has to happen. I, mean, I I kind of took a little break in it. We still we did it like twenty two years ago, and we took a little break, and now I'm desperately in need of, of fresh content because our path and our kind of our, our visions change just a little bit. So. But yeah, personal your your branding for your your business. So your business, I guess you call it personal branding. Your business is a person. Your business has a personality, and so when you define the kind of the core values of your, we just had a branding expert come in from Ohio, and we spent some time going through his process and kind of labeled our business as a person. We had to, it was fun. We had to name it and like uh, the artist formerly known as Frank. So we come up with something funny, but anyway, we had to come up with personality traits and values of our business as a person. And interestingly, as we got through the process, the three words that define the Richardson studio or the RS personality traits were superior, true. And oh hell, I just forgot. <laughs> Cause it's been, <laughs> Hang on. They're all mine. They're all mine. It's colorful. That was Michelle's. Yeah. Michelle's color. No, it was epic. And that's kind of, we're working on that. But it's colorful, superior, and true. Okay. And so, okay. And so true. those, and so those are not so much words that you market with, but they're like words that you check your content against. So when you're pushing something out on social media, you're like, is this superior? Is this colorful? And is this true? And you're like, oh yeah, it is. So then, okay, that, that reflects my brand's personality. It's almost like a filter that you can run your, you can run your content through and it kind of, so then you're always speaking to your target client. And of course I'm off on a rabbit trail again, but that's, no, this is awesome. No, no, no. It's very good. (laughs) Anyway. So fun. It's time for the lightning round, Matt. Okay. So Jeff, you have just all previously said that you've, you've hardly ever made any money except through photography. So our question that we ask a lot of people is what was holding you back from becoming a full-time photographer? So my question for you is, did, were you ever worried about doing that? Did you ever think you were going to do something different or did you always know you were going to be a photographer? You know, it's, it's interesting because that was, that was, you know, that was a 17, 18 year old brain that didn't, no, unfortunately, my parents forced me into, or not forced me, but pushed me into something that they thought that I would be, that I would succeed at. So as I finished up homeschooling, I had some choice. We were a very conservative family. That's, you know, that's, and my parents are amazing, and they gave us every freaking opportunity. But my choices were, I was obsessed, I was a gearhead, so I was obsessed with cars, fast cars and engines. And so I had, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go and like go to like mechanic school and work on cars. And, and I think my parents were just like, that is just a dead end street, bro. Like you just, that is not something you need to be doing. <laughs> and so then, and then of course we had a couple Bible schools that were really big in our church. So we had like, a, there was one in Pennsylvania. There was one else. So I had a couple Bible school choices and, or it was like, man, just we're, the, our studio is big, get right to work in the studio. So I, those were kind of my, and, and I'd worked a summer 
doing roofing and I was really good at it, but I was like, Oh hell no, there's no way I'm putting roofs on the rest of my life. And so that's when dad's like super awesome studio with air conditioning and nice people that are dressed and I started to appeal to me. And so I just jumped right into that. And he was, you know, he sent me to what is a Winona Institute of Photography. So all their programs, I mean, I was out the door to Chicago, come back, work back to Chicago. Then they moved it to Atlanta. I went to Atlanta and just started to develop like the hardcore, like film, Shooting, you know, I studied with like Bonnie Zucker, with like Don Blair, like all these like the greats of the industry to learn like human portrait photography and come back and kind of had a knack for it. So just kept. So honestly, no, I mean, that's I knew I didn't want to sweat and put roofs on. So I chose photography. And here we yeah, are. That leads, that leads to the next question, which is, you know, what's the best advice you received? Because you have worked with some of these really, you know, some of the best photographers ever. So do they give you advice or do you get advice from somewhere else? You know, I've, I've had a lot of advice given to me and I've ignored a lot of it over the years. And, <laughs> I was going to say. Kind of super, super douchebag and just like just not listen and talk over people. But the most probably the best advice that finally resonated with me that hit home was assume the person you were talking to knows more than you. And it's one of the hardest things for me to do, but it is like, it's, it's awesome. Cause I was just shooting a wedding over the weekend and there's this like videographer guy shooting. And I'm like, dude, who is this guy? And he's like, whatever. I'm like, why is he shooting videos? And then come to find out he's like a freaking chemical engineer. I'm like, Jeff, just shut up and assume the person that you're talking to knows more than you. It's the best advice I could give anybody. That is yeah. very good. Yeah. Very that's good. really, really good. Okay, so what is one of your personal habits that you think contributes to your success? Um, Johnny Walker, Scotch. <laughs> I know you haven't been drinking. You're, 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 you're not that big of a drinker. Give me a break. No, I drink like one, two, once a one, one drink a week. Are you kidding me? You just me? drink yeah. on Instagram. Oh, just I just drink to post on Instagram. You're exactly right. It's only <laughs> it's, awesome. it's only for the boomerang. Let's be honest. <laughs> Uh, personal habits. So it's, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, I have some rote, like I, it's mostly like the first part of the day is really important to like kind of get a, have a light plan. It's, it's almost like the personal habit that I would, would probably describe is to make sure you start off right and then close right. Because you if you can't, your brain can't read, you can't reset and it leads to fatigue and just like, so if I have any personal habits, it's, it's making sure that I start it and, and finish the day with, with, a, with something with start it right, get your brain going the right direction and then close the day with like closure, whatever that looks like. If it's conversations with family, if it's dinner, if it's finishing a project or leaving a project where you know to pick up on it the next day. Otherwise my brain will just run all night long and at least it to be, become tired. And it just, so the personal habit that I try to exhibit most is, Let's start to stay off in the right mindset. And another one that I, something just kind of, someone gave it to me a couple of years ago. It's called the five minute journal. And I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this, but basically it's like, so I, my brain's up and down all the time. So this journal is, it's basically you write down three. So you start in the morning, write down three things you, that would make today great. You just write, write the, what would make today great. You write those down. And then you write a couple affirmations down. Like I am awesome. I am Epic. I am going to not eat cheeseburgers today. You know, whatever you want to say, you just write down a couple affirmations and then you basically go do, you know, through your day before you sit down and go to bed at night, you write down three amazing things that happened that day. And then you write down two things that could have made it better. And it's, it literally takes five minutes to do this. And it, it you're the amount of endorphins it releases and serotonin is just, unfreaking believable like it puts you on an even keel to where you're 
just like you're super grateful all the time for every word, for the carpet, for the smells, for like, it's just, I don't know how to explain it guys, but like this five minute journal, literally like it, it basically balanced my life out big time. So that's awesome. So the, I don't know if this is a personal habit, but I would, I'm going to describe something that I think you do a really good job of okay. that I've read in books and I don't know if it's a habit, but so somewhere along the lines, I read this material where you have to like self-identify with something or call yourself something. So there's this level like where like we started a podcast and we're recording podcasts, but then there's a point where you become a podcaster. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's a different level. You're constantly telling me like, I'm not this, I'm trying to be this. So you're like, I'm not, you know, I'm not a photographer. I'm not a photo taker. I'm not a, you know, whatever you decide and you push back against that and try to push yourself into an, another thing, which I think is really good. Another category. It creates self-learning. Yeah, it does. So, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So making notes um, of what I'm good at. Thanks, man. Yeah. Cause I, a couple of years ago you said, I'm not a picture taker. I'm not. You know, no, in, can't. that's not what you were trying to do. You were trying to like get deeper into what your clients want and stuff like that. And if you're just a picture taker, then all you need to know was equipment, you know, okay. and then in the science of it. Yeah. So it's awesome. Uh, do you have any internet resources that mm, you, well, you, that, the, the five minute journal I was just talking about, it's not really an internet resources. It's a, uh, there's this app called, it's, this app is it's called We Croak, and basically the premise of it is that and everyone I share this with thinks I'm like super morbid, so you guys can give me your opinion on this. But basically, it's an app that sends you a push notification that says you're going to die. Open for a quote. And the point of it is, so in Bhutan, contemplating death five times a day brings happiness. So it's just a, it just pushes just this little push notification that says you're going to die. Open for a quote. You can swipe it open. It has a fun quote. Sometimes I put them on my story but the point of it is you could be going through something like completely ridiculously stressful or not stressful or arguing with somebody or something that just seems like completely insanely like oh my god this sucks and you get that push notification and you literally will just laugh out loud you're like oh yeah i'm gonna die so this is not important love you next right. it's yeah. amazing like it's it's like it's like my it's literally my favorite thing like we croak yeah no i think that's good i've never gotta, heard gotta of gotta it. Have it. it's we dumb croak. i know it's completely dumb but the app is called we croak and it reminds you that are the quotes any good? The quotes are amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I'll have to. I'll send you the send you the link to it. Or you can put it in the. It's the quotes are incredible. I mean, it's there. There's. I think there's one. I think there's about five hundred quotes that they pulled in, and it's everything from Steve Jobs to Gandhi to some to you know to Pete Wentz. I mean, it's just random things that have been stated throughout the course of history that kind of reflect. You know, chill out, bro. There's a there's a greater there's a greater purpose we're working for here. Yeah. So where do you, awesome. so where do you, along those same internet resources, where, so where do you get some of your inspiration from? Cause you're always pushing the envelope and doing really cool stuff. So like, where does some of that come from? Do you, do you have an internet resource that you go to for inspiration or not really? Not really. I mean, I see when I, when it's, it's, it's all visual. So I'm very visually inspired. So when I see something that is like, Whoa, that's really good. Or that's amazing. I will spend two hours researching who would, who did it. And why? So I want to know the, so if I see some, say it's just, you know, incredible advertising photography, for example, Kendall Jenner for Adidas, I'm going to go find, I'm going to find who the art director was. I want to find out who it's for, what time of year they shot it, what studio they shot it in, what lights they used, who was directing this. I want to know, I find out the, the content. Con, I, I love context. Context for me is my favorite word. What is the context of this and why are we doing it? And how can we make it better? Context is like, context explains everything. And if you get in the whole discussion with like, I 
me and my buddy John Pyle talk about what's too sexy for senior pictures and what's not and all this stuff. And it's like, it's all about context. It's about the context of what you're doing. So no, I don't have a, so to speak, internet resource, but that's my, makes sense. That's, my, my, that's my passion is context. Yeah, no, that's good. And you, you, there's been a number of things that you've pointed out to me over the years that you have. It's like you knew way more than I thought you would know about it because you <laughs> spent two or three hours. Obsessive. Yes. Yeah. Which awesome. is awesome. Okay. And uh, Jeff, the other day you, when we were talking, you were telling me all about a book you were reading. Oh, I yes. Mean, oh, still yeah. obsessed with it. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Jordan B. Peterson. My mom actually turned me on to it. I just heard. But anyway, this, this guy's going to be the savior of the current, whatever we're in right now. Jordan B. Peterson, 12 Rules for Life and Antidote to Chaos. Get it, read it, and then call me back. It is <laughs> the most amazing thing. It's It's awesome because it is it is blatant common sense, like blatant common sense. But is it like pull you out of the perspective you're in and put you yes. in a perspective? It pulls you, you, should. Out, pulls you out of perspective that you're clouded from, from social media and all the influences and puts you in the correct perspective. For example, uh, rule number, I forget the what rule it is, but don't, uh, don't lie. Tell, yes. tell the truth, but at least don't lie. Well, we all know you not shouldn't lie, but what the, but the context again of it is, like in situations, like when someone asks you, hey, do you like this couch? Don't lie and say you like the couch. Like, no, I think this would look better if we would went to two chairs and a table. It's it's about, does that make sense? Or if you're working on a large business deal, if you're talking about the clients that you're dealing with, if you're talking about the color of the paint, the car you drive, your relations, your interpersonal relationships with your family, tell the truth or at least don't lie. That's one of his rules. And it just, and, and once you quit, it's just, I mean, it just hit me like a ton of bricks in the face like whoa anyway it's a good book i absolutely it just you won't leave that book with a bad feeling no matter what your political leanings are no matter what your views are if you and it's a hard read like i had to like get the audio book and the paper copy and like follow along and then pause and let my brain push it back into my ears and then like start over because it's just like it's, it's amazing i recommend everyone get this book and read it that's awesome. awesome. Any other any other books that you over the years that you, like were inflection points in your life? Nothing, nothing, nothing I can think of right now. But yes, there are. I mean, the, the whole what's the what's the guy that the book? Oh my gosh, I'm just went blank. But it's the one I run. I read when I started my business. I'll have to find it. And what is the name of the? Oh You're talking gosh. about like Emith or something? Emith, or? yeah. Sorry, Emith went blank. Yeah, Emith is like the. One of my favorite books ever. It's kind of set me yeah. off on the we, we have this we have this theme where everybody that comes on the podcast has to at least anybody that that you know that comes on the podcast has to like say that E Myth is a book and because I've never finished it and so <laughs> I feel like Kaya like plants seeds you know like E-Myth. it's I mean it's very uh, you know it's I don't it's, care if you uh, it's awesome. read that book Matt. I <laughs> I got really mad. I've read it twice and I keep getting, I get mad every time I read it. Cause I'm like, dang it. I haven't dang done it. It's on it. So, so simple. Like, it's, I know it makes me feel like I'm gosh. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a classic that you have to have. I, I don't read, I read like intensely I, when you read, I read, I read short, intense pieces and they yeah. could be, yeah, it's really, I read a lot. I mean, I read constantly on my, on my iPhone. I, I read more than I listen, but I, but I read like, Someone wrote this, like you know, what is, what's what's an article that's like takes you sixteen scrolls to get through, you know, yeah, something like a big, blog or something like, a like blog, that, like a really long big blog, and then I go back and of course do what I do, everything context, who wrote this, why they write it, what's their context, what do they do, how they make money, all these interesting things, and then find out if it's applicable to the direction I'm looking to go and want to want to move my life and my my family, and yeah. so yeah, fun. 
Okay. Very fun. Have we talked about anything photography related? I hope. I oh, tons of it. You've done. It's been fantastic. <laughs> um, so uh, are we ready for parting guidance? Yeah, let's do parting guidance. Okay. So share any parting guidance you have with us or with our audience. And then also any ways that uh, people can follow you and connect with you and stuff like that. Oh man. Parting, parting guidance is just like, just do, just, just take a minute and look over everything you're doing and, and look at areas that you think you can improve and then seek out the people who are doing it better than you, or do you think, or, or so, seek for inspiration. So just find parting guidance, find one, find one thing that you, that you really want to improve. Just, just one single thing and then work on that and forget everything else. And forget like, I need to fix this and fix this and fix this and fix this. Just, just one thing and then work on it. And then you will, and then you can move on to the next and you'll find that to be, that's kind of like, you'll find that like right now we're working on this content project. That's it. We're working on content. We're going to get this amazing. And then we'll go up to the next project. Otherwise you just become too overwhelmed with all the, the, and I think that translates back to the rapid changes in the industry. If we just find that one thing that we want to improve and get after it, we'll see some, you'll see some kind of, you'll see some major reward from that. Yeah, because it's better to work on one thing at one hundred percent than five things at twenty percent. Right, and then and then you add to it like the just like to add to that ratio, like the just do it. I mean, just actually just get after it, because you know imperfect imperfect action always beats perfect inaction. Like <laughs> I'm not going to start this because I can't. You know, just I mean, you guys are doing a podcast. Is it perfect? I don't know. Probably not. But it's freaking awesome. It's a podcast. It's amazing. It's happening. So, you know, you look back, buddy of mine started a dental marketing show uh, and I, when he first, when we first started working with him and he, it was just, he was in his office. He's like spinning his ring and his bad audio quality and a weird t-shirt and like, but like he looks up and he's done a hundred episodes of this dental marketing show. And now it's like the go-to resource for marketing in the dental. I mean, it's, it is the show, like <laughs> it's produced, it's got, you know, he's got people working for him and it's literally from just like doing it, like just, yeah, just go. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so how, how can people connect you? Do they follow you on Instagram? Where's well, the best yeah, place to find you? Yeah, I think Instagram you? is by far the easiest way. Just at Richardson Studio. Super simple. The Instagram DM. There's the uh, email links in there. But love to hear from people. You know, connect, say hi, follow us. And uh, but I don't have any. I don't have anything photography related. I have no agenda that I'm trying to sell to anybody. It's uh, no. I'm I'm a You're consumer. Just being I'm a good a, you photographer. Know, yeah, I'm just a, I'm a consumer and corporate photographer, and those are my clients, and I care deeply about my client relationships, my family relationships, and the quality of our work. So, but I lo- but I love to connect with people who share that same sentiment. So, yeah, hit hit me, HMU, hit me up. Yeah, I think you do a really good job of holding the bar for the industry and saying like this is what's possible. And a lot of us like look up to you and that bar all the time, trying that. trying to reach that. It's very very kind, very yeah. fun. Cool. Okay, thank you, Jeff. Did we awesome, miss anything? Jeff, Did we cover it all? I feel like we skipped around a lot. But. No, that was perfect. So awesome, Jeff. Well, everybody, Jeff Richardson's the, the no BS episode is what I'm going to call it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thanks a lot, Jeff. We'll, we'll connect with you soon. So uh, you guys are welcome. Awesome. See you. See you next week, guys. Thank you for listening to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya. Be sure to subscribe for more business strategy and ideas to help you create the profitable and successful business you've always wanted. See you on the next episode of From Nothing to Profit.